Hello and good evening and welcome back to another episode mm. of uh what we called November Foxtrot. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. That's still us, mate. It hasn't changed. It's all good. No, Lance, Lance and I were talking about something from Airsoft International, which we'll cover in a sec, but I was about to say welcome to Airsoft International, and it's definitely not that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, hey, mate? I'm good. I'm all good. Yourself? Yeah. Really glad yeah. it's Friday. Oh, mate, though. I'm working Such tonight, so. Oh, don't. Mine hasn't finished yet. So I've got my Saturday to look forward to. Yay. I feel for you. <laughs> yeah. You look like you do. Yeah. Hi, Lee. <laughs> Good evening. Thanks for joining. Evening all, so, evening all. There's somebody else on Facebook as well, I can tell. So it's Lee and somebody else. Whoever else it is, hello and welcome. Join us. Hello, you. Lurking in the shadows. We see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lance. Lance, do you want to... Uh, hi, Edward. Thanks evening, for Ed. Do you, want to, uh, do you want to show everyone your new uh, your new ghillie suit? Well, it, um, to be fair, I'm still trying to source a uh, a, uh, a tailor to um, mass produce it. But I mean, I can give you a quick demo now of the obviously yeah, ghillie suit. While we're waiting for everyone to join, I'm not, not quite sure on a uh, on a price yet. But you know, in a, essentially, it's a it's a full covering. So um, bear with me just to. There we there go. go. Obviously, you can cover the head. There we go, like that. <laughs> Edward just said, oh, my God, I'm a crafter. How appropriate. <laughs> and that's it yeah. for November could, Fox could you, this week. Could, could you Thank imagine, you though, just literally, literally sitting there like that, and then... <laughs> Ed makes custom guineas. I'll be messaging you afterwards then, mate, for a, for yeah. a four-acre green screen. <laughs> Follow me around on some big stairs. <laughs> Edwards, I don't know if you've um, I don't know if you saw our previous uh, Gilly Gilly uh, episode. Uh, it would be interested to see what your thoughts are on that. If you've got any comments, if you want to, yeah, definitely, yeah, because I've, yeah. I've I've crafted my own sort of hood top half section, which would be a uh, good. We've to get both some tried. We've tried. We've did try. <laughs> I mock your work. No, sir. No, no. You've got more far more patience than I have, buddy, to make a full ghillie suit. I did. I managed the top bit, and I just I can't. I can't concentrate for that long sorry so <laughs> that's why it's only the hood and the shoulders really <laughs> hi rage hi wayne evening gentlemen oh wayne wayne's here wayne I, see i do think about you during the week and this is the jungle pack i know you asked about the uh the um jungle bag from snug pack that's how small it is buddy so there you go tin of dark it does look there. exactly the same as the um it's, it is very very it is, blanket. yeah uh Jungle bag, uh, built-in mosquito net, fire snug pack with antibacterial fabrics. Wonderful. So there's that, Wayne. Think of you all the time, bud. Edward said, check out Silly Gilly if you want me to make you one. Oh, you okay. Yeah. Shameless plug from Edward. Huh, how dare you? <laughs> not, hashtag not a sponsor yet. <laughs> hashtag delete that comment. Hashtag, hashtag. <laughs> so, James, it is just uh, Lance and I this week. Um, I think Mike Mike Marden has unfortunately had to step back uh, mm, from the Nova Fox drop. Um, so we'll be missing him in future episodes. But Paul is on a temporary hiatus. Uh, what with uh, Bay. Yeah, so it'll just be Lance and I uh, for sort of a few episodes. Um, we're kind of hopefully bringing a few extra guests and sort of some people to talk to because otherwise it might devolve into debauchery. Um, uh, me and the missus just arguing. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, um, the other guys will be sorely missed, wouldn't they? So um, yeah, yes. hats off to Mike. Yes. Um, he's obviously decisions he's had to make um, come easy, but um, you know, uh, family's number one and all that. And obviously with Paul, his expanding family, he's got to be there to look after them and do bits and bobs. So uh, we wish him a, all the best and a, and a return to the podcast soon enough. So yeah, cheers, gentlemen, Mike and Paul, to both of you. Not they mm. haven't died to clarify. They haven't died. No, absolutely in. not. They haven't. They're, no, they're not dead. Yeah. They're not dead. They're just sorely missed by us. Yes. So, Lance, I was going to jump in. I jumped Ooh. in enthusiastically a little bit too early. You did, yes. Uh, took me by surprise. <laughs> yeah. you, had a, you had a news story about Airsoft International. For those did, that were yeah. right at the beginning of the stream, you'll, you'll now get the segue. <laughs> I heard um, through the grapevine that um, Airsoft International were recently, not sure if it's available yet, I think it might be. Uh, it is, it re- is, you can buy it. They have released a, I believe it's a hardback book, um, and it's a, a guide to airsoft loadouts. Um, so it's, I think it covers between sort of 10, 15 different types of styles from different eras of, uh, of the military. And it gives you sort of links and guides to, um, I suppose, to maybe not the reenactment level where it's like grade A, you know, it's, it is the kit that they would have worn then is what you've got in front of you now. It's very similar uh, replica kit or um, aftermarket kit, which looks, you know, nearly as what it could be to the real thing. So it's like a guide for different loadouts you want to try, like a Russian loadout or Spetsnaz or could be uh, Scud Hunters. Read you? I've just found it on the, like uh, on the open World Wide Web. I can just read you the first sentence. It says, uh, yeah. the essential guide to airsoft gear provides the perfect introduction to assembling some of the most sought-after gear you need to look the part on a skirmish field. Featuring iconic loadouts from units such as 22 SAS at the time of Bravo 2-0, US Army Rangers and the Delta, at, sorry, and Delta at the Battle of Mogadishu, through to modern-day Russian Special Forces of the Alpha Group. It covers in detail how to recreate the uniforms and equipment worn by each troop type, and explains how to source the different elements from airsoft kit retailers. And it's got all sorts of stuff in there. You've got Bravo 2-0, Black Hawk Down, Old School Force Recon, Special Air Surface Regiment, Task Force Black, Marsoc. Uh, CTSFO 2019, the Alpha Group, top five fast helmets, all sorts of stuff in there. That's cool. Yeah, nice little so, guide, uh, there, little, yeah. little reference book. So it's called Which the Essential Guide to Airsoft Gear. If anyone's interested, uh, again, yeah, no. they're not a sponsor. We just, you know, it looked interesting. That's it. Yeah, and a one-word thing: you, you, you can't get it. I don't think you can get it from Airsoft International. It's not sold specifically by Airsoft International. I think you can get it on Amazon, eBay, and I think the publicist is Osprey. I think you'd be able to source it for it. But I think it's available in Waterstones. Uh, normal bookshops, things like that. So yeah, just look out for it. But I'll I know tell you what, I'll put a link on the Facebook page, and then uh, if anybody doesn't have access to Facebook, specifically Rage, um, I'll uh, Rage. message me and I'll send you a link separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll stick uh, we'll stick the book inside a comms pouch and blast it over to you, mate. Yeah, no yeah, worries. I've already say, seen the comment. Yeah, I spotted it already. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Thanks for joining. Evening, guys. All right, mate. So this week we are talking about uh, rubber dub dub. So it was a kind of generic hygiene welfare uh, kind of yeah, keep, mix of stuff. Keep yourself um, going for a weekend, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. So I mean, it's obviously, there's there's a few things that you need to sort of consider with airsoft defence. Obviously, you've got your your main sort of rifle, your pew pew, uh, your kit, what you're wearing, what you look like, etc. Safety stuff. Um, but obviously, it's not much fun if you get a blister or you know, oh, what else could you get? But you know, it, it's just yeah, but but rash where it was the but rash. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing we'll segue into later. Ass plague, whatever it's called. <laughs> Crotch rot. Crotch rot. Ass plague. Butt rash. <laughs> um, so we're going to start off with uh, underwear and sort of uh, 
kind of undergarments and things like that. Um, yeah. I think you wanted to uh, start with your your fancy socks, Lance. Oh yeah, well I've got I've got them to hand here. Yeah, obviously seal skins, um, especially through the winter months, wet months, and that. The obviously these socks aren't a uh, aren't to be worn as your normal patrol socks or whatever. Is you want to, you'd only use these if your boots have been submerged. Then when you're out of the water, obviously you can chuck these on with a dry pair of socks, and this will absorb the, these are these are designed to absorb the water out of your boot and keep it within this sock and not penetrate through to your new dry sock. So yeah, set a couple of pairs of seal skin socks, chaps. Uh, I'll see you all right, especially if you're. Uh, kept in it, involved in an event which is in like, like wetlands or it's got a lot of wet ground or obviously due to the weather we've had recently if we'd done an event over the past couple of weekends it would have been you know horrible so um yeah bear that in mind a couple of pairs of spare pairs of socks uh obviously the seal skin socks um and then obviously going on from that is make sure you've got your foot powder and that for drying your feet make sure they're dry in the evenings um and, and like a little towel that 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 ghillie suit um is actually a microfiber towel i've got but it's a uh, green so you know, what do you want me to do? I held it up. And like, yeah, I'm going to show you this. And it's like, oh, well, I'm not. But, you know, invisible face. Hello. So there, a microfiber towel just for drying yourself down and things like that. Um, and that's sort of like your foot care side of things. Make sure you're keeping your feet dry, changing out your socks, bits and bobs like that. Gaz says he's still got his from the army. Best bit of kit he has right now. Oh, what's that? Your seal skins? I'm assuming so. It's either that or a tactical uh, invisibility apron or towel, whatever it was. <laughs> His tactical invisibility cloak that he, he, he swiped from Harry Potter. <laughs> One thing I was going to talk about with underwear was um, I, I quite often have a compression layer. Um, so if it's, uh, I don't know, because it doesn't generally tend to, be... to, to the general public. <laughs> no, it's like the um, it's the sort of stuff you wear to the gym and things. It's just like that really lightweight fabric. Um, yeah, you know, like, if it's a really hot day. Ones. Yeah, if it's a really, really hot day and obviously you're sweating loads, um, obviously the BDU is quite nice because you can wipe those on and they dry quite quickly. Um, but it's quite nice to have something you can just change into back at the fob if you need to for sort of half hour. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I usually have one of those. It's quite nice. Um, again, yeah. it's also something you can wear underneath as another layer in sort of colder months. Um, well, so I remember once uh, at one event I got a terrible, really horrid chafe, like red raw chafe. And um, I can't forget. You need some butt shield. Now. No, not only that, but I'm, I was also told about the long, the almost almost knee length Under Armour type cycling short type training undergarment, if you like. And they're, I think they're about 25, 30 quid. Um, yeah. And I thought, well, people, some people are sworn by them. I'm trying, I can't remember who it was now. I do apologize. I will remember and I will give you credit. Um, but I bought a pair of them and they are fabulous. Highly recommend getting yourself a pair of them. Uh, if you like me and you do tend to suffer with the occasional dose of chub rub. Um, a pair of Under Armour long, long cycling short type pant brief type things. Um, we'll see you good. So um, yeah, have a look up for them chaps. They're a, they're a good bit of kit. Nothing worse than chafe. It's horrible bastard. Horrible. Gas just said he had to hand his tactic cloak in. They tried to hide it with these thermal to find him. <laughs> Bastards. They'll always get you, mate. <laughs> uh, just going back it. to the seal skins. Uh, Edward just asked where the seal skins. If it's wet, am I doing it wrong then? Uh, Ed, I'll be honest with you, mate. I haven't had to use these properly yet. Um, but luckily for me, is my brother-in-law is an ex-instructor. Uh, He's he did more from the army as a sergeant, and um, is uh, the methodology behind the sealskin sock is they're not to be worn as a sock, everyday sock. If you was going out on patrol, you wouldn't have your sealskins on to start with. Um, basically, if you went through a river crossing with your normal patrol socks on or the thermal socks, whatever they might be in your boots and your boot got submerged the inside of your sock was wet the inside of your boot was wet when you go out the bank the other side whip your boots off take your wet socks off 
dry your feet, you put a dry pair of normal socks on, and then you put the seal skin sock over the top, and then you put your boot on. And then what the seal skin does, it prevents water penetrating into your new dry sock, but it also absorbs the water out of your boot into the seal skin. And that's the idea behind it. So then when you get back to your fob after your patrol, you change out your sock again, put another pair of dry socks on, put the second pair of seal skins on over the top, leave your wet seal skins to dry. And then that, I think two pairs of socks to potentially draw all the moisture out of your boot within 12 hours or something like that. So you need two pairs at least to, if your boot's been fully submerged. But that's I don't think they are designed to be worn all day as a, as a patrol sock. They're designed to just get you out the shit if you've gone submerged in water, mate, basically. That's what I've been told. There's a lot of love in the chat on the old uh, long leg boxes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I haven't done it. I, I mean, I went a few a few events. I've ended up getting chafed, and I've just sort of never thought about it until it was Gary Mount. Gary Mount, sir, you're a gentleman. Gary told me about him, and um, he said, "Yeah, long pair of Under Armour long long uh, long leg uh, cycling short type things, and they're wicked, brilliant, so comfortable, and they keep the boys in the barracks nicely as well. So you haven't got to worry about them flopping out or getting stuck to your thigh or anything. You know, you know the rules." <laughs> 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 So moving on from underwear, uh, we're going to talk about sort of welfare items now. Now, I generally tend to carry this little bad boy. Uh, this is my welfare kit, um, and I usually kind of – this kind of sits in my Bergen for most of the time. If we're going to go on any sort of like longer patrols, then I usually sort of chuck it in my day sack. Um, and I'm just going to run through a few of the items I've got in here. Um, so obviously, you know, I've got a pack of tissues. It's fairly standard. Uh, I've recently added some antiviral oh, hand it. foam. Um, the fat, the hand foams. Obviously, you kind of got. There's obviously there's the c word going on at the moment. Clearly, <gasps> you know, none of us want to catch that. Uh, but this is also good for. Oh, that c word. You know, Sorry, I thought you. No, different c words. Oh, there's nothing wrong with the other one. <laughs> <laughs> this is good for if you go about to eat uh, anything like that. You know, it's obviously just a little bit hygienic. Uh, what else have got in here? So I've got some ready. Um, I don't know about anyone else. I seem to find that MREs uh, can sometimes be horrific for giving you indigestion. Um, mm. I know I've sort of dosed a few of these out to uh, sort of a couple of players in the team. Daniel um, in our team sort of... uh, has kept Rennie in business. I've never yeah. seen a man eat so many Rennie as that man does. <laughs> Honestly, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, because obviously you can you can get rid of acid with uh, like lots of hydration. So just keep drinking water. Um, mm. Cucumbers are a good one for Rennie. Uh, sorry, cucumbers are a good one for indigestion. But, you know, unless you're carrying around a, bag, a burger of uh, cucumbers, uh, yeah, it's not ideal. So packet of Rennie, that's always a good one. Uh, I've also got some antiseptic wipes. So, again, this is, you know, good for if you're about to eat or you want to clean anything. So like, um, I always try and keep, clean my spoon, which is also in here somewhere. Um, I know some people don't, but I've got the long handled spoon for eating dinner. Um, so I always use one of these to clean that, which is all good. Yours is titanium, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, man. Yeah, mine's, mine's aircraft grade aluminium. The numero uno, the grand fromage <laughs> of the long spoon. The big cheese. Uh, yeah, they, honestly, um, for anyone getting into Milsim, buy one of these. Or, or not necessarily this one, but like a long-handled spoon. There is nothing worse than when you're sitting there with an MRE and you haven't got a pair of scissors, because there is a way, obviously, you can tear the bag as you get lower yeah, down. Yeah, so smart. I said that last so week, you're cutting the bags down short, and it's like, no, no, we don't have <laughs> time for that. We need long spoons to stop bean knuckles. Don't want bean knuckles. Uh, so that's that. Uh, I've got some camo face paint. Um, these are... 
generally, you know, it's just this kind of try three colors with the mirror. That's always a good one as well. You know, oh, yeah. see what you're applying. Um, I found this a bit hit or miss personally. I know we discussed this in the uh, the camouflage episode. Um, I've had two of the same uh, brand. I say I don't know if some of them might be fake. Um, whether they've taken like the original one and then kind of refilled it with something else. But I had one of these and I, I it was on the um, skirmish day that we went to for my birthday. And it was honestly, it was like trying to apply uh, Play-Doh to my face. That was hilarious. Um, that was it was hilarious. hilarious for you. But I like had this gob of this stuff on it and it went like that and it just rolled down my finger like the rest of it and just, it didn't really work very well. I'd like to have watched you apply it in like a slow-mo film with some nice like, <laughs> Enya playing in the background or something. That would have been good. <laughs> Oh, blimey. Uh, yeah. What else have we got? Uh, ham warmers, a couple of ham warmers. They're always good. Uh, talking about last week uh, with the sleeping bags, if you do get a bit cold at night or whatever, um, these are 10 hours. These are from Hot Hands. Mm -hmm. um, I think I got these as a, a bulk buy on eBay, um, which meant that they came out a lot cheaper than they were if you bought them normally. Um, but, yeah, 10 hours of heat, that's quite good. Yep. Do, you do have to be careful if you uh, sit on them in your sleeping bag, though. Yeah. Uh, I've got uh, emergency poncho. So this is nothing special. This is literally just a little clear polythene bag poncho. Baby um, wipes, guys. I've got them, son. Yeah, I've got that. Uh, well, it's I've got antiseptic wipes instead of baby wipes. I've got like adult wipes. <laughs> Triple X wipes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's <buddy>. move on. <laughs> uh, I have a, have a, a small lighter. Yeah, that sleeping bag is also handy to keep your sock in as well inside your sleeping bag. Yeah, the, the precious sock. Keep that in there. I've got, I've got my uh, little um, uh, turbo lighter. I've got one of those in there. Uh, floss. I went on a milsim and I got something. No, genuinely, I went on a milsim and I got something stuck in my teeth. And for about two hours, I was like trying to find bits of like stick and leaf and all sorts to try and get this thing out of my teeth because it was, you know, when you get something proper stuck in there, it was so painful, like. I think floss, the worst thing to get stuck on your tooth is it's the skin off a baked bean. <laughs> have you ever had that? When you get and you're sitting I there going, had that, no. <laughs> I've had it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the shape. Maybe my teeth are bean shaped, but I quite regularly, if I have baked beans, I'll end up with like the skin of one just like covering the tooth. And I'm sitting there going, <laughs> well, next beans, time, Lance, if I'm about, I've got some floss. Yeah, yeah, you can clean this up for me. <laughs> Uh, I've got some Swish to go. Highly recommend Swish to go. Again, not a sponsor. Uh, Lance, I sense Lance some of these, so I'm going to now give Lance a chance to talk about these because uh, I, I you know really what? It, it's terrifying when he first told me what they were. Now, and I didn't want to do it because I, I thought I might wake up naked in a forest somewhere alone um, after I tried it. <laughs> uh, but I did try it, and uh, yeah, actually, to be fair, it's a uh, it's it get you out of jail, isn't it? Really, it, it's quite nice. To be fair. Essentially, I mean, we have got. A, I did send Mike a little cheeky WhatsApp video of it. So, whether that gets uh, mistakenly posted onto the NoFo Facebook page might, or not, I won't post that on there. It remains to be seen. But we'll have to. We'll wait and see. But yeah, it, as as a mouthwash go or or a, or a mouth hygiene to sort of freshen yourself up a bit. Um, yeah, it certainly does a job. It's nice and small. Um, yeah, yeah. And it sort of, it get you out of jail quickly. So yeah, yeah, yeah nice. Know, not, uh, not a bad little bit kit that. James C said toothbrush, toothpaste, and baby wipes. Job done for wiping. Uh, my backside, I use compressed toilet paper towels. So, yeah, I mean, this basically, uh, this is not the equivalent of a toothbrush. This is not going to properly clean your teeth. Um, but it does um, give healthier gums, it says, and a confident, fresh breath. Now, I think, Confidence. I can't remember last, did we send some of these out with the goodie bags as well? Uh, probably. I'm sure they did. Well, Les is in the chat. 
Oh, hang on. James is here. Uh, not tried. Not tried my switch. Oh, there yet. you go. So I'm guessing you did. Yeah, need to give it a go. Going to see how hard to DIY is the ingredients looked easy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, give it a go. Yeah. You try your well, switch. Well, that sort of leads you on to the end of the show, Mike, as well, doesn't it? So bear James's comment there in mind. Yeah. At the end of the show. Uh, Gaz, yeah, Gaz, Gaz is on. Oh, right, guys, if you uh, if you have had a chance to try it, give us a, give us a bit of feedback because it'd be quite good. Uh, Les Plain yeah. said, "Oi, oi, hi, Les." Evening, Les. Yeah, if you did wake up in the forest, obviously yeah. naked, it, you know, it weren't us. <laughs> Covid restrictions and all that. I got that. no phone. I got no phone. <laughs> <laughs> no phone. Everywhere. Rage says sugar-free chewing gum. Yeah, that to be fair, sugar-free chewing gum is another good one as well. Um, mm. Obviously, that that probably does actually help clean your teeth more than swish. Swish is more like a you've just woken up, you've got a mouth like a dog's ass, um, and you want to just kind of freshen it up a little bit. Whereas chewing gum actually helps get bits out of your teeth, and obviously you can then take that out of your mouth. So yeah, that's yeah, quite yeah. good. Um, another one I've got as well. I, clearly, I worry about fresh breath when I'm on a meal sim, but yeah, I've also got some uh, breath spray as well, breath freshening spray. Breath spray. No idea where I've got that. I've, I've, I, to be fair, I might have added the two by accident, but yeah, I've got those in there. Uh, <laughs> keep going. Uh, nearly there. Uh, I've also got a permanent marker. Um, not really sure why it's in my welfare kit, per se. Uh, I do find sometimes that you always need a permanent marker. If I'm marking you know? your toilet paper or something. Well, One, yeah, two, I mean, if, you, if you're doing anything, it's just permanent markers I find quite useful. Um, how do I know what a dog's ass tastes like? <laughs> Turn yeah, a phrase. How do Turn you know dogs are taste like? <laughs> um, now, talking of butt rash or crotch rot or whatever we called it, arse um, plague. Arse plague. Germaline. Germaline yeah. is brilliant. Germaline is both an anaesthetic and an. Oh, what's the other one? Anaesthetic and. I got pseudocreme. Pseudocreme would work. Antiseptic. Anaesthetic and antiseptic. So anything like that is obviously going to help immediately. Uh, kind of numb, numb anything that hurts, and sort of basically try and fix that up quite quickly. Even Terry, um, hi Terry. Just talking about uh, germaline, mate. You're missing out here. <laughs> it's that tense. sort of episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is some highbrow uh, shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> last two things. I've got a little thermal emergency blanket. Uh, so it's just like a little mylar thing. Um, again, mylar. I had we had one particular meal sim where it was freezing now it's not the one that you went on lance with the snow i think this one was at longmore um but my brother and i were in one of the sangers mm. and it was so cold up there but we were meant to be on patrol and we weren't going to believe that so we actually just cracked one of these open and whilst one of us was on patrol just kind of like keeping watch the other one just had a little sort of hour kip um and we just sort of shared that which was quite good uh, and how do you find it? it did actually have an effect did it it did, it did have an heat. effect i mean don't get me wrong this is not the equivalent of like a 8,000 tog duvet or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's no snug pack sitting, at the end of the day, but it'll no, get you out of the yeah, no. yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I would highly recommend a whoobie over this. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I've got it. Again, if there is a problem or anything like that, I've got that with me. And the last thing, and I cannot, honestly, I cannot say this enough, bring a spare pair of shoelaces with you that fit your boots. Because the time that my shoelaces snapped... If you're in the middle of a forest and you've got a wonky boot, it's a nightmare. Wonky <laughs> donkey, mate. Nightmare. Now, I had some paracord, fortunately, but shoelaces, because they've obviously got the little um, sealed end, whatever you call it. I don't know. It's probably got some technical. It's, it's called a flugel binder. A flugel binder. Mm. Okay, I'll take if you. Seen, for it. If, you, if you've seen Dirty Dancing, it's called a flugel binder. I did not know that. <laughs> I've not there seen it. You, you need to go and watch Dirty Dancing, don't you? <laughs> 
<laughs> homework for the weekend. There'll be, there'll be a quiz yeah. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, spare shoelace, tactical shoelace. Um, no, not today, dancing. Cocktail. Sorry, cocktail. Completely oh, wrong well, there you go. Look. Yeah, oh, cock that right up, didn't I? Yeah, sorry, cocktail. <laughs> Flugel binder. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, especially those. And that, that's that's my little welfare kit, basically. Nice. So that's really? like little. It, and it all fits into that little pouch. It doesn't weigh a lot, but it's kind of like one of those little... Not a bug-out bag, what they're called. Yeah, EDC sort of thing. EDC type bag, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's just like full of stuff that I found that I have previously needed. Um, so I'm not stuck in that situation again, basically. Yeah, Gaz there saying he changed his laces out for actually to actually use Paracord. Um, yeah, it's a good shout, mate. Yeah, nice strong stuff. Yeah, because that would be Paracord is obviously stronger than a shoelace. Um, I, I mean, I did use Paracord in the end, but the problem was that I found was that the Paracord was just really hard to thread. So by having the Flugen binder or whatever you're calling it, Flugel binder. It a lot yeah, it's important you get that right. Okay, yeah. Flug say it wrong, binder. it could mean something completely different. <laughs> Don't I'll show them all out there. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I don't even know if it's German or not. I've no idea. <laughs> Vaseline from Terry. That's all he needs. Everything. Clean your boots, uh, teeth, a lot. Lee says Mike have, might have to call you super drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing the is, though, in all honesty, here comes the I, chemist. <laughs> I um, I very much like to be prepared for stuff. Like you know, I'm I'm the sort of person that will make sure I've got stuff that i need and i try and always learn from previous meal sims now granted i do generally tend to carry more stuff than i need um but at the end of the day i have regularly had guys uh, when we're out on meal sim go oh i really wish i had some rennie or something like that I'm like ah oh, there you go got some yeah um, that's it. i'm yet to have anyone ask me for floss to be fair but you know now they know you wait that's out there in the world you'll have all sorts you'll have you'll have what <laughs> four coming up in the middle of the night <laughs> Red light, red light, and up to the fob. Have you got any floss? Thank you. Uh, back off. Scurries back into the hedge. Gaz says the Vasilube is for the basher after the patrol. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Michael Brewer has just joined us. Evening, gents. Joined when Vaseline being mentioned. Typically, I'm late. <laughs> oh, you've missed out on the juicy stuff, Mike. Sorry, bud. Yeah. yeah it's all downhill from now. Yeah. Well, if you've got the one, if you've got the one sock inside the sleeping bag in the little storage pocket, you can just chuck the old vas tube in the sock, and you're happy. You're good to go. Yeah, I'm now feeling a bit awkward because I've just realised my mum's watching. So, hi, mum. Ah, um, oh, wallop. Hello, <laughs> Mr. Fraser. Oh, hang on. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what. I'm going to talk about this quick as well. So, my mum, I don't know if she's still there. Uh, please nobody add her on Facebook because that would be weird. Um, I, feel, I feel a bit hurt that I didn't get one of these made for me, to be honest. But yeah, my mum made this for me, oh, and this is amazing. So, um, for those that do meal sims that require bandages, um, I think we can all quite categorically say that having the little strips of fabric that someone has very kindly, to be fair, spent time cutting up and turning them into like the little strips of bandage. It's a bit shit, isn't it, really? After you've had that tied onto you with whoever's done it like a double knot, and that firstly you have to cut that one off because you know the knots are tight, you never get that undone again. Um, the bandages, if you can get them undone, tend to fray and you get fabric and loose ends and all such Cheers, all, Dale, all you, mate. Um so my mum made me this, and it's amazing. So it's a, uh, it's like a little compression bandage. So it's, it's got a bit of Velcro on the end uh, that attaches to itself. So you can just basically wrap that around anything, and then that's that's sealed. And it's nice and easy to undo. And then what she did uh, was take a little bit of foam and make these little fabric pouches, and then that's obviously slapped to that. So uh, yeah, when you're out and about and you, uh, yeah, you need that's to get. And that looks like a proper field dressing, doesn't it? So it's it really actually awesome. looks like something a little bit more medical than like just a 
Well, it's hard for me some. to do, in all honesty, one-handed, but there we go. But you wouldn't apply that. But yeah, I mean, that looks perfect. It does actually look like a trauma dressing, doesn't it? As such. Mm. So for the, for the authenticity and the uh, um, realism, I suppose, that you, you'd be going for in a Milsim, then that's sort of perfect, isn't it? So I might be making a few more of these because I did find a wedge of foam the other day. Um, so if anybody would like one, let me know. First comes first serves. Oh, yeah, Gaz has just said the same thing. <laughs> there we go, then. It goes to she make a fortune selling to Milson Company. So if anybody would like some, send me a message and I will very kindly ask my mum. Um I might have to charge a little bit for something or other, but it will, we'll see. I just they feel are, like Kevin are. and Perry now. Mrs. Fraser, <laughs> could I have a bit of bandage, please? Can I have a bandage, please? Can I have a bandage, please, Mrs. Fraser, and a jam sandwich? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, I just realised Dale's left. Oh. Yeah, I did say goodbye to Dale. He's going to catch up later on. So all good there. Uh, Wayne just said add a bit of red dye. Yeah, you could do that. I mean, it's customizable. Mm -hmm. I think I did actually have some red on it at some point. I think I might that might have yeah, come some off. red food coloring or something like that, or a red sharpie. Yeah. Get in there. But yeah. it's it's great. I mean, I've used this loads of times. And the other advantage that I found, and it's completely accidental, that is the perfect size to fit into the um, you know, the the pouches on a BDU or anything like that. It literally oh, okay. just slots in there. It's it's perfect fit. And it also adds a little bit of protection if you get shot on the arm. Yeah, but buffs out the arm a bit as well. Yeah. Like, uh, 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 head. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just want to say publicly thanks, Mum, because that, that is awesome. I use it all the time. Good so. stuff. <laughs> That's it. That's the next meme now. Excuse me, Mrs. Fraser. <laughs> Excuse me, Mrs. Fraser. <laughs> cool that's my that's that's my welfare kit do you want to talk about yours lance yeah i mean again mate it's not too dissimilar from the bits and bobs you've got I've, i haven't really concentrated too much on the old floss and all that but I, you know now that i know you've got it i don't have to which is great um but i've got yeah it's a very similar a little sort of edc type pouch um and that's just got like wet wipes and personal ab mini hygiene stuff it's got my little my little doctor Saint Rava's toothbrush, which I've literally just cut down so it's nice and small. So it's a little diddy toothbrush and a little protective case. I can open up the little bastard. Uh, <laughs> and that's it broken. There it is. No, it does open. So there's my little, just sawed him in half, just so he's a nice little compact size. Um, and that's all, so that'll sit in there with some wet wipes and um, antibacterial wipes. And obviously, because of the old COVID and all that going on, I've got some hand sanitizer and bits and bobs like that in there. And um, Oh, it's Dr. Fresh. Toothbrush by Dr. Fresh. You can get them in Waitrose and Tesco's and things like that. Little, mm. little toothpaste and things. So, yeah, just like your mouth hygiene. Um, I've got my foot powder in there. Obviously, antibacterial foot powder, medicated foot powder. for drying, After you've dried your feet off, just powdering your feet up at the end of the day or end of a long patrol. And you can change out your socks and put some fresh ones on. So it's always important to make sure you keep your feet um, nice and dry and, and protected. Other little bits and bobs to consider, depending, obviously, um, the time of year that you're going on a milsim. Um, uh, bug spray, you know, bug repellents, things like that. So many of these things have green on them. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, I mean, that is British Army issue deep cream for mosquitoes. I mean, in, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it don't even. It's, I don't know how I can show you it. I mean, I'm trying. It's, yeah, it's stupid. But yeah, that's deep cream. I'm going to hold it up there. It's deep cream. There it is. Just see it there. Um, again, anti. Um, bug sprays and, and things like that. Uh, sunscreen, a big one. Make sure you've got some good sunscreen. And again, and a lot of these smaller travel item size stuff, you can pick it up in Superdrug, Wilco. Um, they've got a massive... And actually, Wilco's have got a huge selection of everything in miniature for some strange reason. Uh, down in the, sort of the till area, you can buy... You can literally kick yourself out in miniature stuff. 
So, um, yeah, a little sun lotion. And again, an after sun, if you do cop it on the back of the neck during the day, um, some sunburn relief cream, things like that to, to consider. And like Mike's covered, a pseudocrem or uh, germaline, savlon, stuff like that for any grazes or abrasions or something that like you might get. Um, definitely keep it cleaned and uh, and make sure you've got the bits and bobs on there to dress it. And and also with some of these items here, if you if you are in a team, um, then you could have sort of maybe a perhaps a maybe not so much at the moment like a communal medic kit type thing because you need to obviously the touch potential is going to be there but in the future um something to consider what's he laughing at now sorry the touch potential yeah <laughs> when 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 the when touching's allowed again uh and we can all just get in the mix in the middle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be laughing all the way to the bank one big pot of vaseline uh and um yeah all good but um yeah, like I said, if you, you can get sort of like a team kit, I mean, obviously, I've got a team medic kit which goes in the medic's uh, day sack, which is basically the same as my personal IFAC, but it's got a lot more to it. Oops, excuse me, what have I done there? Open up a window. Um, so this is like moving on to that. This is my sort of my own personal first aid kit, which I would carry uh, in my webbing set, or if I'm not running my webbing set, I'll stick, sling it in my, in my day sack. Um, and that is essentially just got some bandages, um, a few glasses, paracetamol, bits and bobs like that. Um, it's got a foil blanket. Um, one thing I do carry on me, which aren't, which you don't really get in many kits, and this is from leading on from where I work, because I work on the underground. Um, uh, we haven't really got uh, access to clean running water in the horrible, dirt, disgusting tunnels that we have to work in. So um, I carry some, uh, not only bottled water, but some burn gel uh, with me. For obviously where we work, we're using heat guns for heating cables and bits and bobs like that. Um, so that's more of a lead, led on from there, really. Is um is carrying something to treat a, a burn. I mean, obviously, warm, tepid running water is is the best thing for 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 treating a burn straight after it's happened. But we haven't got access to that sort of thing where I work. So the next best thing, obviously, these little mini uh, burn gel sachets you can get for treating burns and cooling the skin around the around the uh, where it's happened. Um, and that's basically my small personal first aid kit. And like I said, we have got a bigger one which goes with the uh, the medic pack, uh, the medic day sack. Um, for the whole team, if you like, which has just got a few more extra bits and bobs of what's in here now. And then obviously on top of that, you've got your own personal medications and that, which you all obviously liaise with your team leader and the event staff. If you've got any specific medical needs, make sure obviously people know uh, about where things are and what to do or who to call uh, if something does oh, happen. For the love so, of God, if you've got an EpiPen, carry your EpiPen with you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that. make sure people know about it because if you're allergic to bees or something like that and something stings you, it's no good at being mm. back at your fob. Mm, um, yeah, absolutely absolutely that's a big big one yeah must must uh must inform definitely the event organizer and most definitely uh let your, your team leader know if you're even if you you know if you're, it's your first event you've not met the person before i know it can be a little bit daunting i mean i'm quite lucky touch wood i haven't got too many ailments like that but um if you do suffer with diabetes or anything like that at all or you are allergic to something you have to carry an epipen then it's essential that you let um people around you know that if anything does happen it's in my left arm pocket it's in my side webbing pouch it's in my plate carrier where is it just so they can get to it quick and get someone who's who can operate it or whatever you've got to do to do it so yeah very very important guys yeah michael brewer just said diabetics need to make yeah, themselves mine, absolutely too. mate yeah. yeah no not taking nothing away from that mate 100 percent. yeah anything like that anything like that at all so uh gaz <laughs> gaz says random one do you have a condom in your boo-boo kit it's a random one that I learned in the army. It can be used to keep an injury from getting wet. Uh, I haven't. But... I don't. <laughs> it's not a bad thought, but I, I genuinely concern. I'd like to delve into I... this a bit more <laughs> now, though. <laughs> can you imagine if you rocked up and it's like someone's like, "Oh yeah, have you got have you got something I can just um, 
bandage this up. You're like, yeah, two seconds. Then just get your eye fuck out, and you're like, and the condom yeah. just falls on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> it's not what you think. <laughs> it's a good shout. Not what you it's a good think. Shout. Yeah. Is your mum still in the chat? I don't know. I'm oh. hoping not. <laughs> you say it's for your for your posh wank later on. But... <laughs> I might have to have a chat with her and get her, not let her join again. No, listen, mum. No, listen, right. <laughs> There are things that are going to be uh, said in this room. <laughs> Edward said, health-related question. I get really bad backache after Milsim sometimes. No idea why, though. I carry only a holster with an MK23 and a spare mag on my left and nothing on the right. Just a camelback as well. Would this be enough to cause it? I mean, obviously, we're not medical professionals, just to clarify uh, legally before we answer this question. Um, I, I mean, find I'm the a... same. To be yeah, I mean, I'm Sorry, a bit so... sore and after a Milsim, but I, I mean, I wouldn't say I've got a... Oh, Christ, I've got a... A horrendous backache or anything like that but um ed you're a sniper or if i remember rightly i remember ed being on the show before um and we were talking about how much people carry when they go out on a patrol i'm sure it was ed who mentioned that he only runs um he, he runs a water he does milsim as well and he runs um his sidearm with a couple of spare mags and a, and a camelback and that's predominantly it when he does a when he does a patrol or if he goes out on a recon, I'm sure it was Ed. I might, might be wrong, but um, I'm wondering if you are a sniper, Ed, whether it's because you're prone quite a lot of the time, maybe, and you're sort of perhaps you're arching up to look and you're sort of holding that position. Perhaps maybe some of that that could be something to do with it. Mate, I'm not, like I said, you know, we're not medical professionals, but I mean, certainly with my work, I mean, I'm carry a heavy tool bag every night, which is a backpack, and I have to stomp up and down the track for X amount of miles or kilometers. Ed. It was Ed. So, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so memory, good memory. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, it could be that. I mean, I, I go to, uh, I get, a, I get a deep tissue sports massage done sort of once every, I try and do it every three months and I hadn't done it for a long time. And, um, I go and see, a, used to go and see a guy up near me. And the first time I went, he actually said that my, my hips were like that. So if I laid down on a bed, my, actually, if I, my feet were on, if I was laying down, my feet were actually offset from each other where I was carrying the load on one side of me all the time, my prominent side or my dominant side, should I say. I was it was doing that and it's actually twisted my hips out of alignment so he actually worked away like that worked on all my joints worked on all my muscle tissue and all that and literally squared me back up because my shoulders were like that and I, I didn't even notice it he said but you can feel it you can see it physically see it. he said it's really bad and since then he goes you know must get it done at least sort of three months so maybe it's worth you getting uh like a deep tissue sports massage and it hurts i'm not gonna lie i mean fucking me i was climbing the walls i wanted to punch him in the face i was swearing at him everything but afterwards drink a ton of water because it will dehydrate you, will wipe you out. If you have a good hour session doing this, it will completely wipe you out. Um, but the next couple of days, mate, spring him a step, just like magic, you know, just no joint pain, nothing like that. Really good. Highly recommend it. Uh, a deep tissue sports massage from a, from a therapist. If, if you are getting pains like that, that's what I'd recommend. Another doing. one is, um, I mean, I, I found this when I changed from uh, laying on the floor to laying in a hammock. Um, you know, do think about your sleep system a bit as well, because obviously if you can add a little bit more comfort, mm. Um, yeah, when you're one. sleeping at night, obviously, you know, it's no good stressing yourself out throughout the day. And then, you know, you're laying on a hard, rocky ground throughout the evening. So, I mean, you know, think about maybe, oh, I don't know, sort of it's a slightly thicker base layer or something like that, or a hammock or some sort of alternative system maybe could help. Mm -hmm. As Rage, Rage just pointed out there, it could be your footwear, whether you're walking, uh, whether you're sort of overcompensating for your walk or anything like that, or your gait. Could be something can miss there, buddy. There's, there's a multiple things it could be that's causing the backache essentially. But um, yeah, I'll definitely look at like Mike's just said, your sleep system, how you're getting your head mm. down in the night time. Um, you know, even cold, the cold can affect it. You mm. sore backs, and there's a couple of guys I work with who really suffer with, but and they've actually gone to the point where 
I think you can get with army issue ones actually. It's like the, it's like the Norgi long sleeve T-shirt, where the back of it it's like a granddad flap at the back, so it really hangs down lower than it does at the front. So you have got your normal waistband front sort of length for the top, but then as it gets to you've got like a flap that goes over your ass cheeks and beyond. And basically, so they can tuck it right into their trousers. So if they are bent over working or anything like that, it won't ride up and expose your back to the elements. So um, something to bear in mind there. So temperatures, things like that. Mm. Cold as well. I mean, I, I seem to find that. I, I tend to find I hunch up a little bit more because you're constantly like, not, not clenching per se, but you know, you're a lot more sort of constricted. You, trying to yeah, like yeah, you, you are going to be um, more Sometimes that, that can be a bit stressful. Then in the summer, you're going to be a little more loosey-goosey in the summertime, aren't you? So. Yeah. Sounds yeah, like we might have to do a, uh, you know, an embarrassing bodies version of November Foxtrot episode. <laughs> do some, do some little live. Get some oh, genuine did medical you, reminds me, did you not just us. <laughs> did, it, did anybody see the, um, who's the matey, the PE teacher? Um, i done the YouTube, the live streams for the schools. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, did you, yeah, did you see the one where he farted? No. <laughs> I got to tell you about this. Sorry, we're just doing about the exercises there. So the camera, it's just his studio, right? No, he's not there. He's off. He's off camera, and he doesn't realise, but he's gone live. <laughs> the cat. It's right. So he's live to thousands and thousands of people. Joe, Joe Wicks. Wicks. And Joe literally, Wicks right, is. the camera's there. You can see his studio, and all you hear is this. <laughs> and then after that, he goes three, two, one. Cartwheels <laughs> and he just cartwheels onto the screen. He doesn't even realise that it's gone live already. Priceless. <laughs> Look that up, boys. I was dying when I saw that. Yeah, it's just the fact he did a cartwheel countdown after his massive guff. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely worth a look. It's brilliant. <laughs> oh, yeah, off topic. Do apologise. No, it's fine. It's fine. Back to welfare. A couple, couple guys in the chat that seem to have sort of back pain and stuff. Uh, Mark Hutchins says I've got two bulging discs in my lower back. I have a deep tissue mis- massage every two weeks. Yeah, good job, uh, mate. Uh, evening, Mark. Ah, welcome along, mate. Uh, who else? Uh, there was a couple other people. I'm, I can't find anyone. So Sean says I sometimes wear a back brace. So yeah, mm. clearly quite a common thing. Uh, no, uh, rage file. Back brace. Sean, Sean sometimes wears the girdle. I've seen it. Oh, okay. It's like one of them French, the French lady ones, with the <laughs> with the peephole cup. A bustier, or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, corset. Yeah. That's what I'm trying corset, to say. I don't know what corset, bustier. Bustier is a bra, isn't it? I think I don't know. Freely lacy, it's lovely. He looks lovely in it. I must admit, he does he does he does he does it's a good show on. Yeah, saying. moving on. Uh, Rage for <laughs> yeah, anyhow, enough of that bollocks. <laughs> to Edward, if you use a plate carrier, you want to put a bit of weight on the back as well. As, sorry, as all the weight in the front stretches your lumbar muscles, which causes backache. I mean, I know um, Edward was saying in the last episode, um, obviously doesn't tend to wear sort of all the all the same sort of stuff that everyone else wears because uh, mm-hmm. he's a sniper. So, you know, he seems yeah, he to be running a lot, much very... more lightweight setup. So, mm. but it's a good shout. It's a good shout. Uh, right. First aid. Oh, yeah. I was going to cover a few first aid bits I had. Um, so, yeah, I don't yeah. generally tend to have an IFAC, um, rightly or wrongly. Uh, so I've got the stuff in my welfare kit. So I have got things like um, the paracetamol. Um, I didn't cover that because I didn't think I needed to. But um, I do also have a St. John's Ambulance first aid kit that I normally have with one. me. Yeah. Um, in my so if I if I'm going to somewhere like Longmore or Octo Eight, for example, and um, when we did that, we had like the big flight cases. Um, so I tend to just kind of bung on my kit into there, and then I kind of carry stuff that maybe I wouldn't carry normally if it was in a Birkin. So I want to try and keep lighter. Funnily enough, I know that's not necessarily clear from all the things that I was carrying. Um, this stuff uh, is interesting. This is butt shield. Yes. Uh, this is butt, butt irritation shield. protection. 
So I'm guessing in the same veins as uh, the like compression shorts, the boxes. Um, this this is designed basically no more pain from saddle sores, friction burns, and butt rashes. Uh, it basically is lubrication for your thighs. Um, I was I'll be honest say, with you. I wasn't sure if it felt good on the whole or not. <laughs> I am. Um, I bought this before I bought compression shorts and the compression shorts are a lot nicer to wear because this does leave you feeling a little bit slippery. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't necessarily, wouldn't necessarily go for that. Um, one thing I did want to talk about was uh, magnesium oxide tape. Um, so blisters are a massive thing uh, with people trying new boots and stuff like that. So if you've got uh, any change of footwear um, or if you know, if you're not, been out in a while and your sort of your feet have softened up a bit magnesium oxide tape if you wrap a layer of that over sort of the more prone areas i mean I, i'm not an expert in this so please by all means sort of youtube it um it does just add an extra layer it keeps the feet dry it gets like a bit of a, an abrasive layer within the sock and stuff to kind of protect your skin um i walked dartmoor on a wild camping trip um and i i thought i'm gonna if i walk you know and I get halfway up there or whatever, and I've got a blister, then it's going to be agony. Um, I put a few layers of this on every day that I was up, um, and it was great. Like, I had no blisters at all. Um, so, yeah, magnesium oxide tape. That's there. Oh, that's uh, also, a blister kit as well. Um, so, again, yeah, that's you know, something I need do to get do a blister, I haven't got anything to relieve a blister. That helps. Yeah. Oh, good shout, um, man. Fair play. I've got more Rennie. Uh, um, just just a uh, comment from Mike Brewer in the chat there, mate, regarding obviously uh, paracetamol um, and ibuprofen before he goes out for the day. Have some, has some with him. Oh, that's not bad, yeah. So whether he takes yeah, that so prior, to, prior to knowing that he's going to, yeah, something yeah. if he's going to, if he knows he's going to be painful by the end of a, an event as such or whatever it's going to be, then you know, obviously it's the, the dulling effect of them. Yeah, it's a good shout. Yeah, Gaz says the same. I'll do that at the start of the day at lunchtime. Mm, I'm mm. assuming that that was that. Um, it, it's directly afterwards. It seems logical. Yeah. Uh, Rage file says um, a thin pair of socks under your normal socks does a similar job to the the, the magnesium oxide. It does. Um, I do find sometimes that if you get your feet wet or something like that, then I prefer the magnesium oxide tape. Um, again, Zinc personal oxide be used for webbing burns uh, from Terry. There, I'm guessing the webbing, the rubbing across the lower back mm. and round the sides. I'm guessing. Good shout, mate. So, Fair play. Yeah, I mean, also in this this first aid kit, I've also got some because uh, it's like the typical St John's one. So it's got burn shield cream and all this like, um, mm, and it's also mm. got like emergency eye wash and stuff like that. Um, That's it. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I actually have, if I can find it, because I always forget where he is. I actually got burnt quite severely on the Milsim. Um, I think he's on that arm. Genuinely lost it. I've got a huge scar. I can't see it in this light. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's huge. Um, I was... it's huge. I tell you, it's huge. <laughs> Hang on, let me see if I can find it quick. Where's it gone? I call bullshit. Maybe, maybe start... no, don't, don't call bullshit. I genuinely can't remember where it is. <laughs> I don't know the back of my hand very well. <laughs> uh, wherever it is. Oh, I don't know. I did somewhere on my body. There is a scar. Oh, blimey, what have I done? Um, basically I was at the depot, uh, with, I think it was ambush adventures, uh, a long time ago. Um, we were in a corridor and it was, it was a proper skirmish as opposed to Milsim. It was blue versus red. And I thought, oh, I'll just pop around the bottom of the door with my pistol. And basically someone lobbed a Mark five in and it went off on my arm. Um, mm. so my completely exposed arm, I had the Mark five go off straight on it. And I had a wow. proper burn, um, that was quite horrific. 
So the burn shield and stuff like that, I highly recommend taking because things like yeah, that do right. happen in the summer, especially where you are rolling your sleeves up a bit more and things like that. You know, accidents can happen. We are throwing effectively fireworks at each other. Yeah, um, exactly. so I mean, and, and to echo what Mike said there, guys, with the Mark Five. I mean, I had a Mark Five thrown over the fob at um, Longwall, and it landed in my in oh, my dump is. pouch, and no. uh, it went off in my dump pouch, and it actually burnt a hole through my dump pouch. And you know, a, a sticker's um, the fabric is on a dump pouch. Obviously, if it lands directly on your skin, uh, then you, you know, you're going to be in trouble. You can see, I can yeah. see it from there, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can see it all on your forearm. There, it, yeah. Basically, when when it went off, I had a burn patch about that big. It has mm. it has shrunk down over time, um, but that, that was pretty bad. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I bandaged it up and carried on because I wasn't going to let the the red team lose. Um, it's as hard as nails. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Goes about but, um, Yeah, I mean, they, the the guy there. Um, I mean, this was not an unsafe site. This was a properly managed site and everything like that. And the the guys, um, one of the marshals was probably first aid trained, and he kind of got it. But he was having to pluck out burnt bits of skin. And, you know, the burn stuff, I had all sorts of crap that had got into it from the Mark V as it had gone off. So, mm -hmm. yeah, lesson you learned on that one. I mean, also, yes, yeah, could have been your face, you know. Yeah, luckily luckily enough, it, were, it weren't there, mate. But, um, yeah. yeah, but like I said, you know, the, the damage is obviously done at your <laughs> arm, Mike, and obviously what it's done sorry. to my... Uh... Michael Brewer, of course, said hashtag hero. I'm really not a hero. There was um, he, actually, he just carried enough, on going. Under fire well, as well, Mike, that was under fire, <laughs> yeah. mate. We went going. there a couple of times. We went there a couple of times, and um, they had uh, so the the block of buildings that we were in, and it was it was pretty much the same building. Um, they had these. Uh, it was basically like barracks with like you know these bookshelf things that they've got like above your bed that sort of stop, and they're kind of like a. It's just like a shelf, like a solid shelf unit. Um, I thought I was being really clever, so I sort of popped out the door and then spun round and just smacked my shoulder into the side of this thing, and the bruise was proper rectangular. Um, all along because <laughs> I was proper full whack ran into it. So maybe I'm just, you know, like a, uh, accident, a nightmare. An accident prone. I am oh. a health and safety accident <laughs> prone nightmare. But um, <laughs> yeah. So firstly, please, 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 please be careful with Pyro. Um, but sorry, hashtag, I didn't mean to leave the hero hero Mike, yeah. Hashtag hero Mike. <laughs> next uh, hashtag of the oh. episode right there. Sorry, so James so John... P. Saying, What's the difference between zinc oxide uh, tape and magnesium oxide tape? I'm, I mean, I'm going to play a, a, a thingy here and say zinc oxide tape's got zinc in it and magnesium oxide tape's got magnesium in it. And that's the only two differences I can tell. Mike? I'm going to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be genuine there. I actually don't know what the difference is, but that's the only two. I, yeah. First look, that's the, that's the only two differences I could spot. <laughs> I yeah I genuinely don't know. I know uh, the magnesium oxide. I, I learned about. I say when I was I was doing this while camping, and I um was genuinely quite concerned about blisters because I am not, you know, the most active of people. And I, if if I don't get a good night's sleep, and if I am miserable, then I'm proper miserable. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know the difference. I just I just googled how to stop blisters, and magnesium oxide was sort of a fairly common practice mm. for that, basically. Mm. Um. Yes, this is actually a good point. James C said, is all the stuff in the kit in date? This is actually quite important. It's something I learned on my first aid course that I did. Um, first aid bandages and stuff do go out of date. Um, they're meant to be slightly airtight. I say slightly because obviously the plastic and stuff degrades over time. So if you if you squeeze a bandage and it's sort of, you know, like a packet of crisps, if you squeeze a packet of crisps, it's got like a slight pressure to it. Yeah, sure. um, just, if you yeah. lose that pressure, that bandage is no longer airtight and therefore can't be relied upon for being um, sterile. sanitary. 
sterile. Yeah. 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 Um, so something you bear in mind. And again, eye wash and things like that. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, first aid kits, you can get stuff from St. John's Ambulance. Um, this is obviously quite large to carry around with you. Um, but you can but also like buy you the for stuff a team and then... kit or something like that. If it's, it, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. You can all, you can all just chuck in some bits and bobs. And they're, they're not overly expensive for a 10 man kit, guys. You, you know, I'm going to say, um, put my balls on the block and say it's between sort of 30 and 40 quid for a 10 man first aid kit. If there is 10 of you, it's not a great deal of money between 10 guys, is it? To, to get a proper first aid kit for your team uh, that can stay in your fob or stay in a, a in a team bag somewhere or even in your medics kit bag. You know, I mean, at least he's got the kit on him then if you're all moving together and stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah not, not, not a big layout just to keep you guys uh, safe and keeping you in the game that you've paid X amount of money to go take part in. And it turns out that you can't carry on because you've got terrible blisters and you've got no way of treating them or anything like that. Then you sort of like fucked up for yourself there, really, haven't you? So, so if there's anything anybody else thinks that should, we should have talked about, if you want to add that in the chat, um, we can obviously sort of discuss the merits, advantages. Maybe there's a reason why we haven't brought various things. Mm. Um, mm. I will just laugh, sorry, briefly. Gaz said injured in the line of duty. You're my hero, Mike. He is. So, he is, yeah, Gaz. You're absolutely right to say that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag hero, Mike. So there you go. There oh, he is. Blimey. I'm really not. I'm really not. I'm the idiot that got the under fire as well. Just carried on after yeah. fire. You know what I mean? Um, Gaz also asked, how's the comms pouch? Oh, fucking hell. Not you. Gary, come on. Uh, you'll be pleased to know um, that whilst I'm working on the first batch of patches, uh, there, uh, there might be in the second batch of patches a comms patch. Comms pouch patch. Um, pop, 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 pop. Comms pouch patch uh, that I am working on. Patch. <laughs> it's uh, fine. Rage, yes. Thank you very much. Rage says I work in hospital, so I acquire my first aid stuff from there. Um, <gasps> sorry, I've got images of, of Rage just running around like virals of morphine, just like. <laughs> no, I've got I've actually got over, like some poor sod in, the, in a bed with his leg up, and then just Rage just whipping the bandage off, just pocketing it. <laughs> Don't you say a fucking word. Just bugging out. <laughs> <laughs> Rage demands a comms pouch patch. Comms pouch patch. I can't even say. Comms I've got to finish patch. designing it first. I, I, it's just a loose idea, but I, I'm doing the first sorted like lot of patches and stuff first. So um, yeah, that that is in the pipeline. So lots of things in the pipeline, guys. Don't worry. It's gonna yeah. be good. 2021 um, a year. <laughs> <laughs> so um, while we're talking, actually, of comms pouches. Um, so I really want to say comms pouch patch now. Um, while we're talking about comms pouches and stuff, um, obviously. Uh, that was sort of a product that Lance has sort of proprietarily made uh, by our friends over at Mission Traders. And um, I obviously spoke about my uh, my mum's amazing bandage idea um, that she came up with uh, at the start of the episode. And um, if anyone's got any weird and wonderful things that they've made, I'd be super keen and interested to see what mm. you guys yeah, can definitely. come up with. Um, so, I mean, is there something that you do that, you know, you've seen, you know, it's, it's not generally used in airsoft or you know maybe it's an idea you've seen of somebody else's that you've tried to replicate or anything like that or an improvement and um, honestly just just tag us in a post on instagram or send, put it on facebook uh, it'd be really interesting to see and maybe we could discuss beginning of the next episode if anything mm. comes in yeah definitely um, particularly if it's something to do like you maybe you, you take you've, you've got something unique that you take on a milsim event with you or something like that and it, it, just, it just helps you along for your weekend or it's something quite unique to you and your style of play um that you've sort of made yourself or you've you've bastardize a few different things to come up with this Frankenstein of a Milsim gadget type thing that you've got um, there. That'd be cool. Mm. It'd be good to see that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, uh, Gaz has just said that I've made uh, rifles things with paracords. Even if it's something like that, that'll be interesting to see. Send it in and we can have a little kind of a, uh, a show and tell, per se, of mm. stuff that you know we've, we've made for our own stuff. Because um, obviously it's quite cool to 
make your own gear and bits and pieces like that. And it's definitely sort of, yeah, you know, I'm all for the upcycling and, things, so. and stuff like that. Yeah, I've made I, I, yeah. I put together a little paracord, uh, sort of like a D ring type thing for clicking on me me my sling to on me M4. So there's pictures of that. Cool. Wayne says roll on Octo eight. <laughs> yeah, five. Yeah. Well, fingers yeah, crossed. I can't wait to get out. <laughs> Oh, mate, I know. I'm just like, <laughs> come on, climbing the walls. So, yeah, it'll so, be good. Cool. All good, all good. Uh, I can't see anything else in the chat. I don't think anything that we've missed, per se. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Is there anything, um, is there anything Lance, that you you wish you could have? Like, you've, you've maybe discounted from like a weight perspective or a size perspective. Uh, from, like, from, I mean, what's so just to clack, like give a bit of clarity to that when we obviously go uh, to uh, Apocalypse Airsoft, usually that's kind of Bergen based, so you know, you've got to pack everything at Bergen because you've got to lug it from A to B. Yeah, um, when we go right, yeah. to Longmore, uh, or sort of other events where you can you can effectively park up and off offload, do mm. you find that there's things that you have in that kit that you don't have in the other kit? Um, obviously, yeah, um, like for Longmore. Uh, essentially, it's the it's the it's your cot bed, isn't it? Your cabin bed, or whatever you want to call it. Um, whereas, like I say, if you're going in, you got to carry all your kit on your back. You're not going to be packing cot beds and fucking cabin beds. You've got your little tub, don't you? Uh, sure. My little tub, my little tub. You know your little uh, barrel thing. I'm a little barrel. Yeah, again, again, that's event dependent. You know, I'm not going to be lugging that about me. That's just purely for chucking kit in, and uh, especially like for like a pyro, because you can keep it dry, keep it it's in a relatively secure container. Uh, things like that. It's not just like left out in a bag somewhere in the element. So, um, but yeah, um, the little um, canoe. I mean, these barrels. I mean, if you actually bought a canoe barrel type thing, I mean, they're, they're getting on for a hundred quid. I mean, I've got that one. It's an old chutney barrel, but industrial chutney barrel, black, two two handles, big screw top lid. Um, probably sits. I don't know. Probably about half. I mean, probably about five hundred mil, maybe high. Um, cracking bit of kit. Use it as a table. Use it as a chair. Um, and it's just a black barrel. You get one eBay for about 15 quid, 10, 15 quid for a chutney barrel. Look up a, 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 a catering chutney barrels. Look up for them guys. Great for storing your kit. And even back at home in the loft, um, if you've got pyro and stuff like that, you don't want it to get damp or anything like that, just chuck it in them barrels, mate. Screw the lid on tight, and that's it. It's a, it's a good little bit of kit, that. But um, I mean, my little fold-out chair, that is a, a luxury of mine, and that does come with me in my Bergen. I've got a little fold-out chair, which condenses down to about the size of that jungle pack so i've got a chair which is like a skeletal frame it all clicks down. oh has he got the picture oh no there's the, oh, well, the there you go. Yeah. there's the barrels i thought you had that picture of me um cooling down my gooch no i haven't got that one i'm going to save that one for uh, <laughs> i might put that one up in the week as advertisement for the episode lovely um <laughs> but yeah and I, that chair it's, it's a really comfortable bit of kit i mean i'm 15 and a half stone i will get a link to it but i know i've got it off amazon and it's not available at the moment um hasn't been for a while actually but there are similar uh, uh, other brands out there which um, all click down into a little like, telescopic legs and there's the elastic running through each of the legs so you just click it in half close it up and it all just wraps up in a small little bag but it's a nice little low level reclining chair um, and again it's just a little bit of comfort you know it's, you don't really need it but it's just like oh amazing if you can afford to take it with you then you know why not you know what I mean it's not you know it's not, it's not real do you know what I mean <laughs> it's essentially a little bit of comfort for you but yeah I'd say for me I mean obviously in, a, in an ideal world, it'd be lovely to be able to take the cabin with the, the cot bed and, and sleep on that. But failing that, I mean, I'll be honest, the hammock is, I find the hammocks, sleeping in a hammock more comfortable than a cot bed. So, you know, if I could set a hammock up in one of the rooms at Longmore, I'd be in one of them. But, you know, it's, it's not feasible. So, 
Well, to um, be fair, with the uh, the the the, um, the bunk beds, you probably could get it up in there. Well, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> There's always room for that, son. <laughs> um, but yeah, hammocks are best. They're the best. I love sleeping in a hammock. It's great. We will be talking about um, sort of uh, hammock systems and stuff at another time. Because mm. uh, there is actually a, a particular way of sleeping in a hammock um, that stops your legs from going dead, as I found uh, <laughs> one of the first times I used it. Um, so yeah. Uh, just jumping into the chat, uh, Sean would fill the, uh, fill the tub with beer. <laughs> yeah, just a be just be a straw in the top of that for Sean. Maybe sorted for the weekend. Yeah, uh, Michael Brewer, you said skill. Maybe I'm not sure what you mean. Skill, uh, maybe. Not sure, Michael. If you could, if you could explain that more in the chat, I'd be interested to see <laughs> yeah. what, what what that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. James C. Uh, DIY fan goggles and a lightweight tank vest. Yep, stuff like that. Send us a picture of that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, cool. Let me just whack up the uh, how you can get in touch with us. So you can email us, email us at nofochat at hotmail.com. Instagram is at November underscore Foxtrot underscore nofo. Facebook is at November Foxtrot nofo. And YouTube is November Foxtrot. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're not wrong, no, mate. I'm not wrong. He's on to me. He's on to me. Where's my... Oh, where's okay. My I got you. Where's my Gilly? I'm going... <laughs> <laughs> oh blimey right so that's yeah, pretty much nice. the end of this episode um we are going to be talking about how to get the most from an airsoft event next week uh yep. hopefully we're going to have a guest uh who will be giving us their sort of unique perspective um so yeah feel free to get in touch and say try and if you want to get in touch with us there's obviously all our contact details at the bottom scrolling past now uh be honestly it'd be really cool to see what you guys can come up with um and mm. maybe you know we can do say a bit of show and tell, um, and it could be awesome if we come up with like the next amazing idea. Um, everyone's like, Oh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go make one of those. So, there we go. But yeah, until then, we'll see you next week. And you know, stay nofo. We've got to come up with a better slang. <laughs> yeah. Take care of yourselves and each other. Oh, that's uh, Jerry Springer. I can't use that. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, see you later, guys. Cheers, guys. Have a good one. <laughs>